Swung a bosh to left field deep. Fab going back, looking up. He will watch it fly. And a miraculous comeback by the A's. And the ninth is capped by Matt Chapman's three-run home run. And the A's have won the game. And the final is 5-4. to four. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris Townsend and Ken Korak with you here on the A's Clubhouse Show after the A's lose to the Astros 8-4. The phone number for the Clubhouse Show is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Well, Ken, at least you could say the game got off to a good start. It sure did with Canada's home run. You're right, but the A's just could not get the big hit today, Chris. I mean, all day they were just dying for the big hit. Couldn't get it. Ken, I had a lot of time on my hands today since this was a three-hour and 26-minute game. And um, I've come up with something that's really disturbing. You like those 326 games, though. Oh, yeah. They're the best. Um, This is something that since we have watched these games, it shouldn't shock you. But the mere numbers are going to shock you. I'm going to go through this here in the A's clubhouse show. But as of right now, the A's have been out hit in this series versus the Astros 116 to 63. That means the Houston Astros have 53 more hits than the A's in their head-to-head matchup. What do you think of that? Well, I think it's a a big issue, and... You look at the Astros, as we said during the broadcast, Chris, four of their hitters in the top ten of the American League in hitting, and the A's have no one close to 300. And I felt for the last two or three years, or even longer than that, that the A's need to mix in some base hits. (laughs) It's really tough to live on the home run. Now, they're one of the best power teams in baseball. And they're having a good year, after all, even after losing two out of three here. They're just a half game out of first place. But there are times when... A base hit is not a bad thing, and especially on a day like today when they were one for nine with runners in scoring position. So I would love to see the A's at some point get a couple of guys who can bat 300. Uh, You know, I'm not asking for Wade Boggs. I'm not asking for Tony Gwynn. I'm not asking for Ichiro or Rogers Hornsby. I mean, but come on, is 280 that bad? I mean, we're we're, we're, – it was disturbing, and I love Darren Bush, but it was disturbing when he had that Zoom call with the media and talked about how, you know, batting average doesn't mean what it used to mean. And I'm like, well, if you're watching the guys in the other dugout, they have the best batting average in baseball. They've scored the most runs in baseball. I mean, putting guys on base and getting hits and stringing hits together and extra base hits together, you're going to score a lot of runs. And when you only hit home runs – well, you're not going to hit multiple home runs every single game, so how are you going to score? No, you're right. I, you know, I don't dispute that at all. I mean, those are great points you're making. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's tough. You know what? I, I don't even want to go through these highlights. Uh, we'll play some of them, but uh, other than the Canna home run, I, the, the can, it was good to see Kemp hit a home run. He doesn't hit a lot. Uh, that, that, was, that was exciting. Uh, but how about that play that they made in the ninth inning? where it, the 1-6-3 double play, I mean, that Jose Altuve, there's a reason this guy's an MVP. And the A's failure to turn the double play when they had a similar opportunity looking to turn a 3-6-1 one, 
Because even when you're down three, if you're down three going to the bottom of the ninth, you feel like you've got a shot, right, Chris? Yeah. And the A's have had some chances, like Vince said, to turn the double ground balls to first and haven't converted. And, you know, if they turn that, now you go to the bottom of the ninth and you're down by three runs. And it's, it's tough against the Astros, as good as they are and how relentless they are. You, you have to play uh, mistake-free baseball. But uh, I still think that these two clubs are going to battle right down to the wire in the division. We'll see how that plays out. But uh, they've already met 10 times, so the A's will have just nine opportunities left this year. And I think it hurts a little bit that the A's, uh, after seven games against the Astros here, are one and six against them in their own ballpark. You know, the tough thing that I think a lot of people don't realize is these guys, when they release the ball, these pitchers, you're not 60 feet, six inches anymore. You're a lot. And when the balls hit back to you, it is kind of jarring. And and you rush yourself. You have to try and be as calm as possible and throw a strike to whether it's going to be normally would be the shortstop. But now with our shifts, it could be anywhere from the second baseman to the third baseman. But realizing that you have time because it's a, a hard ball hit back to you, Throw a strike to second, make sure you get the out there, and then let the infielder finish the double play. That's always mm-hmm. tough for a pitcher. And also, for a pitcher, when he needs to get over and cover first base, he's got to realize he has to be a first baseman. He's got to act like a first baseman because whoever is throwing from second base, if you're doing it on the run, I mean, it's a moving target like a quarterback. You know, I know it's an air for Elvis, but that's not an easy play for a shortstop trying to throw a baseball and hit a guy on the run. Well, I think you just got to throw it to the bag if you can. Yeah. And Goudouin was trying to get over there, and he was a moving target, and the throw was behind him. And I think if Elvis can throw it right to the bag there, the A's have a shot to complete the double play. And the easiest cover is for the shortstop on the one six three. but you're right, with a lot of the shifting, it turns into – Sometimes a 1-4-3 or a 1-5-3 double play, but you'd like to hit the shortstop coming right to the bag when you roll around and throw. And, you know, James Caprillion, uh, and, you, you know, you mentioned pitchers sometimes have the tendency to rush the throw, and we saw that in the fifth inning in Boston when he had a shot for a 1-6-3 double play. And uh, the great credit to him because at that point, the Red Sox had first and third, and he got out of it and finished his last inning as a big league starting pitcher on a really high note last week against the Red Sox. Uh, Let's end on this. Right before the start of the season, if I would have said to you, Ken, would you bet that the first time the A's see the Angels, there will be no Mike Trout and no Albert Pujols? Yeah, no, you wouldn't have thought that for sure. I, I think there was some uncertainty about Albert, even with the big contract and his Hall of Fame status, because... Chris, his production had really fallen off, and the Angels were kind of behind the eight ball with him because when Otani is going to hit, he's going to DH unless he's pitching, and Walsh has turned into a, you know, one of the top hitters in the league. So, you know, I, I guess there was the, I think there was an uncertain future for Albert entering the year, but certainly with Trout going down, it's the second time in three years, though, that he's had a calf injury, and that would be concerning for a guy who, such a great hit. Well, have a wonderful evening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay, buddy. Thanks. The great Ken Korak right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. That number to me is disturbing. We'll talk about it. We're also going to hear from Bob Melvin. Like, why did you get thrown out?
We're going to find out all of that next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. To Kaiser Permanente's more than 63,000 nurses, you helped carry us through the unprecedented challenges of this past year. Your leaders and advocates for our patients' health, your scientists and educators leading the way in innovation to provide quality health care for our members. Your dedication every day helps make Kaiser Permanente the health care provider it is today. We honor you this Nurses' Month and always thank you. Kaiser Permanente. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real-time work session. RingCentral is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's RingCentral time. For a free trial, visit RingCentral.com. RingCentral. Communicate. Collaborate. Connect. The winner of this game will enter play tomorrow in first place in the division. And the fish to Mark is drilled down the left field line, headed for the wall and over the wall and gone. And Canna leads off the bottom of the first with a home run. And 1-0 Athletics in game three of the series. This is A's Clubhouse. There's only been one game this season. One. And it was the last game in Houston that the A's had more hits than the Astros in a game. I mean, it goes like this. Game one, 9-6. Game two, 14-8. Game three, 13-3. Game four, 11-4. Game five, 8-6. Game six, 8-7. All those Astros more hits than the A's. Game seven, they finally out hit them 11-9. But then game eight, uh... Even though the A's won, they're out hit 13 to 8. And then the last two games, they've been out hit 15 to 4 and 14 to 8. 116 to 63. That's a differential of 53. I mean, how have the A's won when the other team's out hitting you by 53 in 10 games? I, it's just shock. I, when I did the math, I knew it was going to be bad, but I didn't think it was going to be that bad. You know, that's how, if you're going to try, if you're going to beat these guys in a seven-game series, how are you going to beat them? You're just going to outslug them for seven straight games? It's not gonna, that, that's not going to happen. I mean, you just start looking down our lineup, and I don't want to be negative Nancy here today, but wow. I'm looking at their lineup. I'm looking at our lineup, and you're seeing. You're see. I mean, in today's game, you had averages in the A's lineup: 209, 167, 188, 232, 222. The highest guy in the A's lineup today is Matt Olson at 261. Remember, he was hitting over 300. He's dropped all the way to 261. Next closest guy, Mark Canna, been getting on base, has a great OPS, but he's hitting 250. Can you imagine if he was hitting 280, what his numbers would be? And they're going like this. 314, 307, 328, 
338, 333. So they can have Maldonado hit ninth, hitting a buck 57, but he's in there. He's in there, as Ray Fossey would tell you, he's in there to catch. But he was two for three today with a home run. He had he had he had three RBIs. He had a double and a home run. They got 236, 226, but they can live with that. As long as those guys, Tucker, Straw, they play good outfield. Tucker's got pop. Straw's fast. But when you've got this monster of a lineup and that cliche of keep moving the line, I mean, they move the line like you wouldn't believe. Every guy in their lineup had a hit today. Every guy. And how about the eighth inning for the A's? Not one ball was put in play but one. Tony Kipps ground out to second base. And listening to happy birthday, Glenn Kuyper, if you're out there listening. Happy birthday. They had some great shots of Kuyper on, uh, on the farm back in Wisconsin and then as a minor leaguer as a St. Louis Cardinal. But happy birthday to him. But Kuyper said it. In the eighth inning, the A's only put one ball in play, and it was 16 minutes. That is unreal. Let's go to Matt. Matt, lead us off here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Well, for starters, let me just uh, echo, uh, happy birthday, uh, Glenn Kuyper. Uh, how old is he, by the way? Oof. How did he? I, I would. I, I know he's in his 50s. I don't know how old he is, though, and I don't want to age him, so I'll, I'll say he's 54. Oh, okay. Uh, two things. I'll uh, look it up. Uh, wow. Okay. Two things. Uh, wow. Uh, boy, those uh, Houston Astros uh, sure are tough. Uh, uh, boy, uh, how come it's so tough to – who are those guys? They're really good players. I mean, this is why they've been to the World Series. This is why they've won the World Series. This is – you know, they're no joke. This is why they knocked the A's out last year in uh, in uh, Dodger Stadium, even though they had a rough year, but they're coming off that scandal. With banging trash cans or not banging trash cans, buzzers or not having buzzers, these guys can flat out swing it. They got great talent. And by the way, Glenn Kuyper is 58 years old today. Wow. And uh, just uh, one other thing before I go, uh, like uh, like many an A's fan, uh, I'm desperate. So let me just toss this out at you: if if they can't uh, tackle Howard Terminal, uh, what if the Oakland A's uh, actually played uh, baseball uh, on a barge? Uh, one one plus is uh, you know all this talk about uh, sea level rise. They wouldn't have to worry about sea level rise because if they played baseball on a barge, they'd be uh, uh, going right with the C. What do you think? You know, it's funny. Hey, it, 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 it's funny you say that because when I was a kid in San Diego, there was talk about putting the airport out in the ocean. I remember that, and you're like, "Is that you, could that really happen? Like, what happens if a rogue wave comes in?" And you no, know, that that people have talked about that before. Hey, I'm as desperate as you are. If you put a fl- fl- floating ballpark out in the bay, yeah, you wouldn't have to worry about sea rise. Yeah, at least, at least, at least, if you put them on a barge out in the bay, uh, you, you could sort of take the A's on uh, tour. They could be the San Francisco A's. They could be the San Jose 
A's. They could be the Oakland A's. They could be the uh, Vallejo A's. Just uh, sell those dudes just uh, all over uh, San Francisco Bay. Uh, as I say, that's just my way of uh, illustrating uh, how desperate uh, I am. And if uh, you and uh, Ken Korak and other A's fans can come up with uh, other wonderful radical solutions uh, such as uh, that, uh, you know, relay them on to uh, Dave Cavill, if, if you would, please. <laughs> Thank you for the phone call. And in my ear, Robert Casa goes, ah, oh, you just make them the Golden State A's. You know, you, you take the you take this floating stadium under the Bay Bridge, and you can take them north, you can take them south. Hey, take them out to Hawaii. <laughs> oh, Greg and Slow, pl- pl- please save this show right now. <laughs> You're asking the wrong guy. Like you say, Tony, that's above my pay grade. Hey, you could take him down to, like, Santa Barbara. <laughs> Avila Beach, Morro Bay. <laughs> the, pi- Pismo. The, pi- the Pismo A's. <laughs> the Pismo A's, yeah. They, for a long time, they talked about getting a minor league team here in San Luis and playing them over at Sinsheimer Park. But, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, I think that ship has sailed. Yeah, man, that's funny. What do you got for me? Uh, you know, Townie, like you said, you don't want to be Debbie Downer, but uh, you know this game has a has a funny way of humbling <laughs> humbling you, as as you know, being a former college player and and as a fan, um, the Astros just kind of kind of find a way to put us in our place. And, and you know, the numbers are what they are. I mean, we're darn lucky we didn't get swept. I mean, if we're going to be completely honest, we were dominated for three games. Um, I mean, as a pitching staff, you give up forty plus hits in three games. I mean. It, it was just a hatchet job. They, they starched our pitching staff. There, there's just no, as, as Jose Canseco once said, there's no and, if, or buts about it. I mean, they just abused us offensively, and we didn't have an answer for them. Nicole Irvin, Sean Manaya, um, the bullpen was, was, was tagged. Uh, you know, uh, one thing that, that, that I want to touch on, Townie, and, and kind of get your take on it and, and kind of get your uh, – maybe your, your rebuttal on it. Cause, cause we agree on a lot of things. I, I love your takes, Tony. I love your honesty, but I got to kind of d- disagree with you a little bit on the whole rivalry aspect of the Astros and the A's. Um, I'm a big Michael Jordan fan. He is my ultimate hero. Him and Ricky Henderson. I'm a bulls fan going back to the nineties. And Michael Jordan used to always laugh when, when people would say the Knicks were the bulls rival. Cause Michael kind of go, how are they our rival when we beat them every year? We beat them in the playoffs. You know, they've never won an Eastern conference championship, let alone get to the finals. And that's kind of my take with the A's and the Astros. You can't really be a rival if you're getting your butts kicked <laughs> by one team. You know what I mean? I mean, the, like you said, the Astros are a World Series champion. Uh, they've won pennants. They've won divisions. They've won multiple playoff series. And at the end of the day, when you look at the head-to-head matchups, minus you know a few series here and there, the Astros just own us. So, uh, you know, I look at the Angels as more of a rival, you know, going back to all those – you know, previous years where it was always well-played and one-run games and, you know, the series always came down to, like, you know, we'd beat them by one game in a, in a season series or they'd beat us. It was always really close. I look at the Angels as more of a rival to the A's than the Astros because you can't really be a rival when you're getting your butt kicked. I don't think it's been that bad, but, yeah, I, what, what hurt where I would kind of give you a little love on this is when the A's win the division – and they stick their chest out last year, and then the Astros go right through them down to Dodger Stadium. If the A's would have beat them at Dodger Stadium, 
I think you would totally agree with me, rivalries on. But there's something to be said about your lack of playoff wins and the fact that these guys, they've had a lot of playoff wins. And, my God, they almost got to another World Series last year. And they weren't really even a favorite last year. I mean, a lot of a lot oh, of the no. experts didn't I mean, have the Astros. They only got in you because know. it was expanded playoffs. I mean, they lost Verlander like the first, you know, what game of the season, and and they were still able to over, overcome and and really have a have a pretty good year by by all metrics. When you look at, you know, like you said, the fact that they weren't really picked by any experts. So again, kind of just going, you know, may, maybe head to head. You know, we 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 got the best of them last year, I think, in the season series, and you know, going back to sixteen, seventeen, it might be a little bit closer than I'm giving it credit for. But when you look at like postseason resumes, it's night and day. I mean, compared to what we've done and what oh. they've done. So I just, you know. We're just not there. I mean, I like our pitching, but but on the other hand, I mean, our our, our pitching got abused. I mean, I wish Bassett could have went this series. I, I think Bassett is our one standout guy we can hang our hat on. Um, but, you know, the Astros aren't a great pitching team, but they ain't that bad either. I mean, Granke was dealing yesterday. You know, the kid today settled down. I, I thought he gave, he gave the Astros some good innings. So the Astros pitching ain't that bad. But the discrepancy in offense compared to ours and theirs, I mean, we're JV compared to them. I hate to say it. We are JV. Like you said, if you look at the, you know, 210, 220, 230, <laughs> you know, Olsen hitting 260s like, you know, he's like our, our hitting champion. I mean, it's, it's just tough to swallow. And, and you kind of look at the, the back end of their lineup, you know, Maldonado killing us and that little punch and Judy center fielder got two hits. I mean, they're killing us at the bottom of our lineup, uh, at the bottom of their lineup. And, you know, again, I don't want to act like the, you know, the, the ship is sunk, but we're not the Astros, and I think they're the best team in the division, and they're leaving Oakland with, the, with you know, first place. Remember, there's a long way to go. A lot of things can happen from now till the end of the season. So before you crown anybody, don't crown anybody yet. We got a long way to go in the A's. This is going to be a two. Hey, thank you for the phone call. This is going to be a two-horse race, and it's going to be fun. And they're going to have their lulls, and the A's will have their lulls. There's going to be hot streaks for both of them, and you just see. But now you got to go out and you got to dominate against the bad teams because that is what they've been able to do. And the other thing that they've been able to do, they've hammered in division. They're now 21-9. and nine. Think about that. A's haven't seen Angels, Rangers, Mariners. You're talking about the Astros? They're 21-9 and nine already in division. Well, it's now time, right? It's now time for the A's to get in division and play teams they should pile up wins against. We got a long way to go. I know the past couple days, and I know at home against the Astros it hasn't looked good, but a long way to go. But – when you've given up 116 hits in 10 games of these guys, you start doing those numbers, it's not good. We're getting to your phone calls at 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. And we're going to hear from Bob Melvin. Why did he get thrown out? That's all coming up next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. This is Chris Townsend for the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. Great news. Our indoor dining is back, along with our beautiful patio dining. Come taste our world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 83 years. The Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek has one of the most dynamic menus, plus a full bar. 
pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, offering supplies and solutions for every industry, with 24-7 support and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Look, staying healthy isn't easy. Watching your diet, hitting the gym, avoiding stress. But a good night's rest helps boost your overall health and wellness. And it couldn't be easier. The new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed is the only bed that effortlessly adjusts and responds to both of you. The result? You wake up ready for anything. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. During our Memorial Day sale, save $1,000 on the new Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed Queen Now $17.99, only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. The 1-2 pitch. Fastball hit hard to right, down the line, Tucker giving chase in the corner at the wall, and gone! Tony Kemp unloads on Luis Garcia, shocks the Astros with the long ball, and the A's are now down 3-2. to two. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. I can guarantee you tomorrow I will be addressing Tony Larusa, and there was a funny line on the Rich Eisen Show. That he's the, the Geico unfrozen caveman manager. I have watched Steph Curry make three-pointers and shimmy to the crowd, and he's up 25 points in the fourth quarter. I've watched LeBron James. I've been at these games where LeBron's way up, and he's dunking and flexing to the crowd. It's called the entertainment business. And this old school, unwritten rules, uh, when you get home tonight, or if you're at home right now, go Google the ratings for last night's game between the Lakers and the Warriors. Go look at these ratings. The NBA, which is about showmanship, go look at the ratings. When's the last time a baseball game got these kind of ratings? Talk about unwritten rules. Are you kidding me? All right, let's get back to the phones before we uh, hear from Bob Melvin. Let's go to Jim in Santa Barbara. Jim, you're on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hi, good afternoon. I just wanted to say I really enjoy your show. It, uh, after these games, it's nice to just rehash and listen to all the opinions. But one thing I wanted to comment on was the Raiders go, I mean, the A's going to Las Vegas next week in the middle of a negotiation, what you think of that, I totally support what they're trying to do. I think Jack London Square is really sad, and the Coliseum Complex is a mess, and it seems they're 
plan is way beyond anything the Raiders tried to do to help Oakland. But the fact they would go and start negotiating with another city in the midst of supposedly negotiating with Oakland just doesn't seem fair. You know what? I've lived this, you know, working for the Raiders at the time. And I did all the Raiders shows. I mean, I did the pregame show. I did the postgame show. I was the sideline guy. I did the weekly shows like Raiders Roundtable. Um, I did all the shows. And the whole time, you know, especially when the Rams and Chargers got Los Angeles, when we thought it was going to be Raiders Chargers in Carson. And what happened is whoever was making the city council, making the decisions, they thought, ah, the Raiders are stuck here. Now we got them. And that wasn't the case because all of a sudden here came Las Vegas. And I was on the air. I was naive. And I went, they're not going to Vegas. Are you kidding me? This is just a ploy. This is just to force Oakland's hand. Well, we know how that worked out. So all this stuff is above my pay grade, but, Uh I mean, the bottom line is there are other cities out there that baseball has looked at for expansion, and they've looked at these other cities because expansion means a whole lot of money for these owners. And we had Bob Bob Nightingale on from uh, the USA Today where he talked about You know, these owners have lost a lot of money because of the pandemic. Well, you want to fill their coffers, you know, you start charging. I don't even know what the expansion fee would be. It's not what football is, but the expansion fee for baseball, every owner is going to get a check. So whether you're going to, you know, if a franchise leaves its town, all this (laughs) stuff is such huge business, and we're not privy to this information. I just – I've lived this before. I've seen it happen. Someone told me the other day, they're like, ah, this could never happen. I went, oh, really? Yeah. I mean, you've had two teams leave. Oakland right. has lost the NBA and the NFL without right. really a peep. So it's like, how bad do you want to keep the last team you got? So city council has a vote. We'll see how that goes. Raiders are going to go. I mean, uh, A's are going to go down to Vegas, and they're going to meet. And, you know, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, it seems like uh, in this environment, there's always someone has to win and someone has to lose. And it seems that really good political leadership is if this thing's going to work, the A's have to win and Oakland has to win. So they both have to give up something. I mean, there is going to be infrastructure costs. But my God, when you look at what Jack London Square looks like right now, And what the A's are proposing to do, it's not just a stadium. It's going to redevelop that whole area, which is dying. I mean, it's really ugly. So this is more than the Raider deal to me. It's not just a stadium. It's really really uplifting Oakland. And they have to take a risk. I mean, if they think they're going to get this for free, they're not. And guess what? They're going to have to put infrastructure in those areas someday anyway. So I guess it's just like, could you get some leadership that has some innovative ideas? And where's the business community in Oakland and the Bay Area? I mean, it isn't just the A's being in Oakland. This is a Bay Area team. I know the Giants will probably love them to leave, but this is more than just Oakland. So I hope people will step up and really try to make a win-win situation for both. 
Yeah, appreciate the phone call. Good call. I mean, they're going to get the stadium for free, but you're not going to get the everything around the ballpark infrastructure for free. And let's face it, they've run the Coliseum, and Alameda County's a part of this. They've run it like slumlords. You know it, I know it. I remember, I mean, all these years I've been doing the, the show in the visiting GM booth. Visiting GMs come and the carpet's ripped. There's times there's no television there. I'm like, can you imagine you're a visiting GM and you come in here and go, what? This is what? This is my room? I mean, it, it, it's, I don't know. And you ha- you've had since 1966 to build infrastructure around the Coliseum. It's not like the Coliseum was built in 1996. It was built in 1966. I don't like talking about this stuff. I like talking about what's in between the lines, but, you know, we all know what's going on. And we all know what we hope's going to happen, but you just don't know. All right, here's Bob Melvin after the game with the media. Start with Jess Kleinschmidt. Hey, Bob, let me put my video on. Um, so what happened with the ejection in the sixth? Uh, I said some things that got me thrown out. So I'm uh, not really at liberty to say. I was just a little bit frustrated and probably went a little too far. What were you frustrated about? <laughs> uh, there are a couple things over the course of the game. I, you know what? I, I, probably my fault for getting thrown out, so I don't want to. Okay. Okay. Let's go to Manolo. Hey, Bob, what do you see out of uh, Cole Irvin today? Uh, you know, he probably didn't have his best stuff. These guys make you work. You know, gave up, what, eight hits in five innings, a couple of walks. We haven't seen that out of him. Got behind in some counts. And, you know, these guys make you work. And then you throw a ball over the plate. They get some hits. They string them together. And the next thing you know, you know, you're out of the game. So, you know, like I said, maybe not his best outing of the year, but uh, it was a pretty good hitting team. Hello. One other thing, how is Ramon recovering from that problem he had in his right hand? It seems like he doesn't have a good grip on those throws. Say that again? The uh, Lauriano, you know, you said a while ago that he had an issue with his right hand, his throwing hand. It seems like his throws today were not that accurate as always. He's He's having to try to get rid of him too quick. He's fine. Physically, he's fine. Matt Kalahara. Hi, Bob. Um, the uh, Garcia, through the first five innings, uh, it was mostly Canna and Kemp. Uh, what was he doing to be effective against the other? Uh, the rest? A good cutter. Uh, mixed his pitches well through a few curveballs. You know, change-ups to lefties, cutters and sliders to the righties. You know, we knew it going in, but uh, it was pretty fine. Probably got a couple of calls outside the zone, but... Um, you know, kept us off balance. Let's go to Martin Gallegos. Hey, Bob. Um, it seems like uh, the Astros seem to be kind of on a hot streak again, just like that opening series. How tough is it just to keep these guys down? I mean, the, the starters seem to have, you know, um, have to battle a lot out there. Yeah, you know, they make you work. They make you throw a lot of pitches. We do the same thing when we're swinging really good. They were hot coming in. You know, we, we came back one, one, you know, came back and won one on the first night and uh, just kept putting pressure on us the last couple of days to where, you know, offensively, you know, you're going to have to put a bunch of runs on the board. and uh, We just didn't do it. 
Kalahara. Um, it's, uh, obviously, it's still uh, yeah. mid-May. Um, what significance, if any, uh, do you take out of sort of the, uh, the leapfrog? I mean, you come in with the half-game lead in the division. They leap with the half-game lead in the division. What significance at all does that hold at this point in the season? Nothing. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of season left, and typically these things flip back and forth. Um, you know, they've played pretty well here recently. What did they win six in a row coming in here? So they've won, you know, eight out of nine, um, just on a hot streak right now, and that usually starts with their offense. All righty. If you're listening on a radio station and they're leaving us, you can hear the rest of the postgame show, athletics.com slash A's cast. That's athletics dot com slash A's cast or download the iHeartRadio app and you'll be able to hear it there. A's with the loss eight to four to the Astros. We got more coming up next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. No matter what's ahead, you count on family and Northern California families count on Honda. Fuel efficient with high tech safety features like Honda Sensing and Apple CarPlay. Plus legendary dependability you can pass down from one generation to the next. Right now, get an exceptional deal on a new Accord at your Northern California Honda dealer or NorCalHondaDealers.com. Around here, people count on two things, family and Honda. Ask anyone who owns a Honda. What are real people saying about Skechers ArchFit footwear? Joe from Hilton says, excellent product. I need arch support, and these shoes have it. Joe, Skechers ArchFit don't just have arch support. They have podiatrist-certified arch support that was developed with over 20 years of data. These shoes are great for virtually everybody. Next, Pete from New York writes, great for walking. I stand a lot of work, and the ArchFit keeps me comfortable. My feet don't feel tired at the end of the day. Okay, Pete gets it. He's walking, working, just limited Skechers ArchFit. And since ArchFit is the ultimate solution for all-day comfort, his feet still feel good after a long, long day. Now let's hear what Retired for Life from Florida has to say. Bought these for use as everyday wear shoes. The arch support is amazing. All right, look, she's getting the support she needs, and she's also sneaky smart wearing these every day because Skechers ArchFit are machine washable, so you can keep them looking great no matter how much you wear them. She's a genius. Feel for yourself what everybody's raving about. Find podiatrist-certified Skechers ArchFit at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. A's fans, New Era Cap is proud to be the official cap of your Oakland Athletics. Next time you visit the Coliseum, be sure to drop by the New Era Cap stand to pick up your A's New Era Authentic Collection Cap. Remember, you can always visit us at neweracap.com to shop our latest selection, including our limited edition and exclusive drops. New Era Cap, the official on-field cap of Major League Baseball. Swings and drives one. Dead center. Back is Kane to the track. At the wall. Jumps. It is gone. Matt Olson turns around Josh Hader and walks off the Brewers in game one of a three-game series. You're listening to A's Cast. And now the 0-1 pitch on the way. is swung on and drilled to left. Way back. Yastrzemski will turn and watch, and the A's have tied it up on a ninth-inning grand slam by Stephen Piscotti. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. All right, let's go to Vince and Lafayette. Vince, you're on the A's Clubhouse Show. Yeah, I love your show, by the way. I really do. But I just want to ask you a basic question. This is the eye test. It's not a computer test. I don't have the numbers. But when you put guys on a shift, 
and there's runners on the on the base. They seem to be a lot more errors made because you got like third baseman playing shortstop or second base, and things like that. Their infields are out of position. Is there um, or are you are you watching the games all the time? Do you see a lot more errors made when the infielders are out of position and are fielding balls with runners on in, on the base? And maybe it's better to play straight up when you have runners on base. What's your thinking on that? I wouldn't say there's a ton of errors, but you're I, you're totally right. Like we saw it with Donaldson in, in the Twin series, where you're taking guys, and that's why we're so lucky with Matt Chapman is that really he could play short in the big leagues. But you're putting guys in positions, you know, you're putting a shortstop out in right field, and he's not used to making that throw. Or you're putting a third baseman at, like, second base. I mean, yeah. it's it's And, and actually, people are shifting less than they have in the past. But whenever you put a person in a position that they're not used to, you can see why it can fail at times. So yeah, I, I, think, I, I think you're dead on what you're seeing. Yeah, and that's why I think they should do that in a computer model because, in my opinion, I think you should play straight up if you had runners on a position, especially when you have a fast runner on, on the bases. Um, I just think you're better off playing straight up. Now, obviously, when there's nobody on base, you can do your shift all you want. But that's just my opinion. And, and the second thing I like to say, I know everybody is saying, oh, we're, we're losing the use and stuff. But one thing we have over use and that they don't have over us, we have power and we have defense. Usually our defense is really impeccable. And we have a lot more. We have a lot of home runs. So, And I think our averages are climbing back up. Chapman's not a 200 hitter, in my opinion. And we have a lot of other guys. I think our hitting is going to improve as the season goes on. I don't think we're going to stay this low. Um, and it's just my opinion. I think the next time we see the Astros, I would expect their averages to come down a little bit and our averages to come up. But our home runs are going to continue to expand. Um, so I, I'm pretty – I think we'll be okay. I think it's going to be a dogfight for first. And the other thing with the ballpark, I'm thinking this more and more. I mean, Oakland, it would really, really improve the city. I mean, the city's in, um, housing prices are skyrocketing. It's not just there, but it's the whole – country but the housing prices are really skying up or skyrocketing oakland's not a, 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 a you know a second city anymore their prices are really coming really really high end i mean you go down to east oakland which is like the worst part of oakland you get a two-bedroom one-bath house that costs you six hundred thousand plus i mean there's a lot of million dollar homes all throughout oakland so it's not a poor neighborhood i really think they should spend the cash the city council build up the uh, um, you know, uh, the, where the water is, Jack London Square. I just think it really put a landmark for Oakland. The people are going to stay there for the hotels now, the ball players, instead of going to San Francisco. They will stay in, in Oakland. And I think a lot of people will start visiting. Um, the Bay Area will swing by Oakland to see Jack London Square because it'll be, be so beautiful. I Man, mean, do you, you think a, that's true? You got an airport. I mean, there's a lot of things that, you, you know, that back what you're saying. By the way, um, getting back to the shifts, you know, in the Bill James handbook that we get before the start of the season, it gives you a lot of information on shifts, but it doesn't give you information. And I got to check this with, with uh, my producer, but individuals like individual defenders, who's good and who's bad when they shift out of position. I'd be fascinating to know that. Are there some guys like, OK, you're a third baseman and I move you over to shortstop, or I move you to second, or you, 
you're a shortstop, like we used to see with Marcus and now Elvis, and I move you into right field. Because that's essentially what you're playing with, with a left-handed hitter. I mean, you're, you're playing rover. You're on the grass. I, I wonder if we could really delve down to find out who's a good defender in the shift and who's not versus but, if they're playing straight up. But there's another thing, too, which wouldn't show no statistics. Even when he make the play, they look uncomfortable. I see Matt Chapman make the play, and he does look uncomfortable when he's making the play. I've seen other uh, uh, defenders like that. So even though you make the play, you don't look comfortable. I mean, that's I, I, just from my eye point. I mean, you, I mean, I don't have the computer, and it's not in the computer anyway. But I'm just saying it from the old back to the 60s when people would just look at the outfield and the infield and, and do it from their gut. I just think – and just from my point of view, if I was a manager, I would not do the shift, especially with fast runners on. The fast runners, the errors really take off because now people are hurrying to try to get the throw off, and they're out of position. I bet you errors jump up even higher when you have like a Tube on base versus you know you know you know a catcher or something like that. But I, I'm just I'm just saying from my eye point of view, and you're watching these same games, you're watching them over and over again. I think your gut would say the same thing. Errors are not – it's not just the errors, but you can see the players look very uncomfortable when they make the play. This looks, they look like um, somebody like in the minor leagues that's have a major leaguer. I mean, don't you see that? Or you know, a, a, a Vince, and, and an article from a guy, he, I think he worked at Fangraphs, and then he went to work for the Mets. I don't know where he is now, but he's, he's an analytics guy. And he wrote this great article talking about, okay, shifts work. But the problem is there's so many pitchers who aren't comfortable with the shifts behind them, so they walk more batters. And when you walk more batters, more runs are scored. So do the walks even out the wins with the shift? It was a fascinating article. And I don't have the information on every single team, but if a pitcher gets wild with the shift behind them, because let's say the way you've shifted is not to his arsenal. It, it, it could affect a guy. So I, I I think there's a reason we're not seeing as many shifts now. But uh, we'll keep learning more because, you know, they're crunching numbers like you wouldn't believe. Vince, thank you for the phone call. Great call. All right, after that, Tony Kemp had a day. I mean, he had a home run in the third. He had a walk in the fifth. He had a double in the seventh. Here is Tony Kemp after the game with the media. Let's start with Shana Rubin. Hey, Tony. Uh, it's been a while since you hit a home run. How did it feel to see that, that ball go over the fence? And did you think you had all of it? Yeah. Um, just doing some adjustments in the cage and with our hitting guys. And, um, you know, I think he was trying to go fastball away and uh, it leaked over middle in and just put a good swing on it. Yeah, it felt good to watch it go over the fence. I wish that uh, – that we would have got the win, but uh, boys are playing hard. Matt Kawahara. Hi, Tony. Uh, what do you uh, just sort of take out of this series? Um, obviously, came in, the two teams are pretty close. Um, just a little bit of a, a leapfrog here with them leaving half game up now. Um, I guess, how does this set up for uh, for the next couple of months till you see them again? Yeah, I mean, um, there's no – you can't even argue uh, that team over there can hit. They can straight up, uh, they can straight up bang at the plate. And uh, you know, it's hard fought battle for the series for us. I mean, 
I uh, saw those guys earlier, saw them now, and um, they're competitive, and uh, they have the will to win just like we do. And um, I'll say it, it, it'd be good to, to face some other guys in the division uh, other than the Astros for the uh, for the next couple series to, um, to see what we got. But um, I like where our team's at right now. Uh, we just got to continue to put good at-bats together, play good defense, and pitch like we know how. And, uh, you know, it's May, so we got a couple more months left. So uh, I think everybody's just strapping it on. Let's go to Manolo. Tony, you hit that ball pretty solid as well for the double. You also got to walk. It seems that you do a lot better in the day games. Is always has it been for you that way or only the season? Yeah, it's funny. I normally feel like in the past, I don't normally do well in day games. But uh, I think the uh, trick once I got over here was start chugging some Red Bulls before the game. So I guess I'll just continue to chug Red Bulls as long as, uh, as, long as they allow me. But uh, no, I just got to get consistent um, everywhere. I think, uh, you know, everyone's playing, everyone's playing their heart out out there. And, um, you know, it was hard fought. I think that these guys that are, um, remain positive, and I think that's the best part about it. Let's go to Simone McCarthy. Hey, Tony. In the seventh inning, you caught that line drive, and I noticed you tried to turn two there. Can you just tell us what was going through your head for that play? Yeah, I probably should have sold it a little better. Um, you know, as an infielder, you always think about those situations to where if you can, you know, maybe drop a ball, get a double play, um, you know, seldomly they uh, allow it. It's kind of like an infield fly rule. But, um, yeah, I just tried to uh, try to be savvy right there, try to get a double play, get us out the inning quick. Obviously, it didn't work, but uh, maybe next time I'll, I'll, uh, I'll act it out a little better. And then also when you were getting tagged out, I saw you – waving down Elvis to get to second. Did he tag you or were you called out for being out of the baseline? What happened there? Yeah, so um, I thought the ball was going to be to the left of the pitcher a little more so I could get to third, but, you know, no outs in that situation. Um, the kind of the rule is if you're kind of caught in between, you kind of want to least guy get to second base uh, because no matter what, it's going to be the same situation. If he looks me back, I go to second. He throws the ball to first. So no matter what, it's going to be a runner on second with uh, one out. But uh, if you can get in a rundown, uh, maybe get an interference call or maybe a bad throw, you never know what's going to happen. But I was just waving Elvis so he knew to get to second base. And then, uh, yeah, I got out of the baseline just so, um, you know, typically you want to go to the right of the baseline, which is with his glove. So if he goes to reach you, it just gives you more time for that runner to get to second base because he has to transfer the ball from the glove. So just some fundamental stuff. Were you out of the baseline? Did you think back? Because it didn't really look like you were. Oh, yeah, I was out of the baseline. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Tony, just kind of a silly question um, with Red Bulls. Chris Bassett will drink up to four in a day. How many are you kind of chugging before an outing like that when you're hitting home? Yeah, um, I'm honestly not at four yet. Uh, I'm still kind of a newbie. So um, it's one for now. And then I try to go sugarless or like the little diet ones. I don't even know. I, I just kind of grab one and go. Uh, but I didn't even have any coffee this morning, which is kind of weird. But I don't know. I don't know. It's just this Red Bull kick. But no, I'm not doing four. Okay. Wow, four Red Bulls. Let's pause for station identification right here on A's Cast.
A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. Coming up next, you're going to hear from Cole Irvin right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey A's fans, summer is finally here, and that means home improvement projects. Still thinking about replacing your old windows? Consider beautiful, energy-efficient windows from Milgard. Let our team of experts help you turn your house into your dream home. Explore the door and window showrooms at Ashby Lumber in Berkeley and Concord today. Use code word A's fan and receive a special discount on your beautiful, energy-efficient windows and patio doors by Milgard at Ashby Lumber. Learn more at ashbylumber.com or visit our stores in Berkeley and Concord. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Gotta finish this today. Cristiano's construction projects typically run smoothly, but this project's pipeline is about to burst. Yo, boss, where you want us to put this? To the left. Your other left. John. Indeed can help him hire the people he needs. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Bodega, 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 alpha and omega. <clears throat> Siamese sailors sell celery sandwiches. Sawing about a serving platter. Hey, Jamie. Yes. Uh, did, uh, did you want to try reading that line on the script there? Oh, yeah, let's see. Uh, you could say big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, that one? Yes. Yeah, no, I'm just not warmed up yet. Shouldn't be long. Lie, 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 detector test. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive today. The marmot mangled by mushu pork pancake. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Ooh, a fondue set. Ugh, now I need to find a coupon code. Not anymore, Susan. Capital One Shopping instantly searches for available coupon codes and automatically applies them at checkout. Wait, instantly? It's called shopping smart, not hard. Download Capital One Shopping to your computer for free and let it do the work for you. Don't mind if I fondue. <laughs> That's kind of cheesy. Capital One Shopping. It's kind of genius. What's in your wallet? Savings and available coupons vary. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real time work session. RingCentral is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's RingCentral time. For a free trial, visit RingCentral.com. RingCentral. Communicate. Collaborate. Connect. Remember your kid's first bike ride? You were filled with pride and terror. Now she's 16 on her first solo drive, but this time, in a Honda Civic, packed with Honda Sensing safety features and Apple CarPlay so she can check in. Just like we agreed, right, young lady? Right now, get a great deal on a new Civic at your Northern California Honda dealer or NorCalHondaDealers.com. Honda is family. Ask anyone who owns a Honda. Parents, do you want your child's shoes to fit perfectly? Then you need to get your kids Skechers Stretch Fit Shoes. Because Skechers Stretch Fit Shoes are so comfortable and so stretchy, they easily slip on and fit almost like a sock. Your child is constantly moving and constantly growing, so they need a shoe that moves with them. And Skechers Stretch Fit's soft, stretchable material contours to their busy feet. It's a perfect fit. And not only do they fit like a dream, they perform like one too. Skechers Stretch Fit keeps your child's feet comfortable all day long. With Skechers' exclusive air-cooled memory foam and a breathable stretch fit knit, 
Your child will be cool and comfy whether playing, studying, or just hanging out. Plus, you'll love just how durable they are. StretchFit is designed to take everything your child can throw at them, and if they get dirty, just pop them in the washing machine. It's that easy. Give your kids perfect comfort that adjusts to them with Skechers StretchFit shoes. Find them at a Skechers store near you, Skechers.com, or wherever kids' shoes are sold. Your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. A's fans, let's continue to do our part in stopping the spread of COVID-19. Be sure to wear a mask when you leave the house, maintain social distancing, and wash your hands frequently. Visit athletics.com resources for additional resources and information on COVID-19. Please stay safe. That's athletics.com resources. This is A's Clubhouse. The Astros are 7-3 and three against the A's this year, 6-1 and one in Oakland. And in this series, they had 42 hits and hit 356. Really rough sledding. Cole Irvin took the loss. He's now 3-5. He pitched five innings, eight hits, five runs, two walks, one strikeout. Here he is with the media. How did you try to sort of go about that lineup uh, today? Was there anything different from the first two? Yeah, I mean, I tried to attack him a little bit more, you know, with my fastball in. Um, but really, I mean, just came down to execution today. I was leaving the ball fat in the middle of the plate and, and, and up thigh line, and that's where I get hit. So um, it's just kind of one of those one of those days where you just got to brush off. And, um, yeah, I battled – through five innings um but i feel like our bullpen needed a lot more help than five innings and so uh, i'm a little disappointed um with today but you know it's been been thrown well so far so i can't let this get me off track uh maldonado had a couple of uh, big hits from the from the ninth spot um obviously that that lineup is is pretty stacked when, when you get down to that um part, i mean how, how difficult is it to be on just kind of through the entire lineup even when you get down to the the, the ninth guy before it turns around I, I i just need to be more convicted in that bottom of the lineup and that's where you got to get your outs especially especially with the lineup like there's um you know they got about five or six guys that can do damage and yeah, I didn't make an I didn't make a good pitch to Maldonado all day, and and same with uh, Straw. Um, I, I just felt like just all day I was kind of really bat battling with conviction, and um, really it was just the way I look at it. It was an embarrassing outing because I I, I threw some pitches that uh, that I that I didn't have very much uh, conviction behind, and and that's where I I get hurt, and so those middle innings. Uh, I'm gonna make it a point to not happen again. The mentality just was was weak and and wasn't wasn't where it has been in the past past few outings. Go to Manolo. Hey Cole, uh, could you talk a little bit about their starter? What impressed you the most about uh, Luis Garcia? Can you repeat that? Could you talk a little bit about uh, Luis Garcia, their starter? Uh, what you uh, is a very young kid. What um, you were impressed the most about his outing today? 
Yeah, I'll be honest. I don't watch. I don't watch us hit. Um, I, I I seriously try not to watch our offense hit. I know when we hit a home run. I know when we hit doubles, but um, I got I keep my mind off the the lighted monster. So I have no idea um, what he was doing or how he was throwing. Obviously, he um, you know was giving us a little bit of a fit um, just from what I heard in the dugout, but. Um, I'm focused on what I'm trying to do in between innings. So I, I didn't really get to see what he did much. And I, and I purposely blocked the pitcher um, with where I sit in the dugout as well. Go back to Kalahara. So, uh, what do you uh, sort of take out of this um, series? You guys have seen these guys three times now and don't, don't meet again until uh, July. Um, a little bit of a leapfrog in the standings here with them leaving a half game up in the division. Just what, what do you take out of kind of this, this three game set here? Um, you know, it's kind of tough to, tough to say because I mean, there's still a lot of baseball left and we've already faced them three times. So, um, you know, this series, you know, as much as it flips a little bit in the standings, um, you know, there's still a lot of baseball left and it all evens out at the end. So um, it's a good hitting ball club and, and you got to be able to bring your A game every day. And, um, I felt like, you know, in areas this series, we, we scuffled a little bit and, um, and, and on myself, I, I definitely didn't show up and, and play the way I, I know how. And so it's, it's really just back to the drawing board and understanding that, you know, there's, there's tomorrow and, and we got to move on and be as, be as good as we can be tomorrow. Uh, cause we got another division opponent uh tomorrow so that's that's the most important thing and now we're on now we're just moving our heads forward to to the angels sony kemp was just saying that uh because the, uh, the astros are the only divisional team that you've faced so far it'll be kind of nice to see a different AL west team uh, is there is that a sense throughout the throughout you guys yeah absolutely i mean we haven't seen a single other opponent in our own division so um you know the fact that we'll be able to see you know how the you know, who the angels are and, um, Seattle is when we get back home after this three, three day road trip. Um, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be a good stretch of, uh, division games here. That's important for us moving forward. And, you know, we, I think, uh, it's fair to say that in July, when we face this team again, we're going to be a completely different ball club, um, than we faced them at the beginning part of the season. So, uh, we just got to keep our, keep our nose to the grindstone and, and, and do it. Hey, Cole, uh, you said that you were situated in the dugout, so you don't see the pitcher. What, what exactly is the reasoning behind that? I just, I've always done that. Um, I've always kind of kept myself in my own execution meditation state. Uh, so I don't, I've never named it, um, but it's more so I, I like to just sit in the dugout, focus on my breathing, focus on, you know, I'll watch the hitter but I won't necessarily watch the pitcher or the pitch coming in. Um, but it's more so I just kind of focus on, you know, reorganizing myself, whether it was a good or bad inning um, and, and try to get back to where, you know, I think I need to execute more and just, just more of a process and, and stuff that I've, I've done that's made me successful in the past. And um, I've been doing it up until this point and uh, it's not going to change. It's more so I just, I try not to get situated on what, are, what the score is and, and where we're at. Obviously, at the end of the day, I do know what the score is and do know what's going on. Um, but I don't want it to magnify when, when I'm on the mound and trying to give our team you know, a chance to win. Do you have to strategize like behind a 
like the pole behind a Gatorade bucket or is our, our dugout, our dugout is especially tough because if I'm, if I'm not sitting behind, you know, whoever's sitting on the bucket up there, uh-huh. it's, uh, <laughs> it can be a little challenging, but most dugouts, you know, you got, you got, you know, seats in front of you or, or what have you, there's always something kind of blocking a view. So that's kind of where I like to sit. Thank you. Finish up with Martin Gallegos. Hey, Cole. Um, you obviously won't pitch in this upcoming series, but is pitching at Angel Stadium something that you're kind of looking forward to at some point this year? Well, I'm going to have a lot of fans and friends rooting for me on the bench this weekend. Um, so it's 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 going to be fun. Um, I used to work grounds crew at Angel Stadium when I was in high school, so it's exciting. I'm excited to see Barney and, and the guys on the grounds crew over there. Uh, you know, it's, it's always good to, to go to your – home and um you know I'm, I'm hoping that i'll be able to see see my brother and my dad um at some point this road trip i know they're going to make friday's game so it's it's good to go home um but i i know that i do have a lot of friends that were hoping i was going to pitch tomorrow um instead of today so uh sorry guys but it's just the way it goes he was on the grounds crew i didn't know that that's amazing we've enjoyed having him on ace cast live he's a great interview Let's go to Matt in San Leandro. You're going to be our last caller today here on A's on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, Chris. Hey, Chris. How you doing? I, I, I'm hanging in there. How are you? Great. Uh, first time caller. Uh, I've been listening to your radio show back from nine five seven the game since 2012. So I've been uh, I've been one of your biggest fans. Well, thank you very much. Uh, we need all the we need all the all the all the support and love we can get. <laughs> So I I was I was not in the game today, uh, but I was in the ball game uh, the last two nights, and I just want to make a, a, a for, for me the, the overall it's like I, I think like the last game yesterday game with uh, with uh, with Brinky was throwing, and I think the critical part was at the the bottom of this uh, when I think the pitcher is number sixty one Guadan, and he was throwing I think it was the he was just one strike away from finishing off in eighth inning. And we're at that point we're still down like you know just one one run behind, and and I think if if we could have take that that one game, I mean come bottom of the ninth, you know you know the A's we you know we we always come back, so I mean if we take that serious, then today even if we lose today, I mean this would be a completely different different uh, different mood today. So that just that's just how I feel about it. Um, and then, and then the, the last comment I want to make is uh, I, I know that batting average has always been an issue for the A's, at, at least compared to the Astros. Uh, but I, you know, we never know because I, I think like, you know, last season, you know, we got you know Tommy Lestella, you know, so you know you never know, you know, the, maybe David Forrest would get us somebody, or, or you know, you never know these things. So you know, I think I still have high hope for this team, you know. So it's a long season. No doubt about it, and, and and you're 100% right. When the A's are good, Billy and David will always go out and help improve the team, whether it's going to be a bat, whether it's going to be another arm, whether it's a starter or a reliever. They'll always do something. That That is that, that, that's their belief that if this team has gotten this far, we need to help them be the best team they possibly can be. So you're right. The A at some point we will be we'll see some moves to help this ball club out. And uh, and it's just kind of sad because I noticed lately, you know, all our all, all our long ball is pretty much like a one run stuff. So, but if we can get someone on the base, 
you know, all of a sudden it could be a, a two-run homer or a three-run homer. So, you know, you just never know. And that's the thing. Hitting solo home runs, you're not beating these guys hitting solo home runs. That's just not going to happen uh, in a series. You maybe get one, but you, you, you've – I mean, they, they, they put runs up in bunches, and they put a lot of pressure on your pitching staff, and they put a lot of pressure – on your defense, I mean, for God's sakes, they've 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 they got 116 hits against the A's in 10 games. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Uh, but like I said, you know, I mean, we just have to keep our heads high, and you never know. You know, we we can always get somebody up, and uh, you know, the batting average can always go up. So, yeah, no doubt. Hey, thank you for the phone call. You call again. Okay, thank you for taking uh, taking my phone call. No problem. It's now time to see what's on deck, presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. All right, a three-game set against the Halos. First pitch tomorrow is 638. We will have A's total access at 538, and we will have A's cast live. That will be at 4 o'clock. And then the Angels... They've been doing firework night every Saturday night. It was like, I don't know, it was like two weeks ago. I'm listening. It was when the Angels took on the Dodgers, so that could have been three weeks ago, whenever it was. And I was listening to Terry Smith and Mark Langston on my way home from the A's game on Sirius XM, and they're like, it's fireworks night. We do it every Saturday still. And I was like, wow, because we haven't done one yet. So it will be a 7.07 start on Saturday and then a 1.07 start on Sunday. Finally getting to see the Angels, and it's going to be weird. No trout, no pool holes. But they still got that Atani guy who's, uh, I mean, it's the Japanese Babe Ruth. He's truly, truly amazing. He's one of the best talents we have ever seen in the history of the game. And think about this. There were scouts that went to Japan, and they came back and said, oh, his bat won't play in Major League Baseball. Oh, yeah, really? Oh, yeah, it plays. Uh, if the Angels were any good, you could say he's the front runner for the MVP. You, you might still be able to say that. His numbers are that good. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow at 4 o'clock for a little A's Cast Live. Be safe, be well, and continue listening to A's Cast. Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is a national brand with family-owned prices and service. You can shop at one of their Bay Area locations, and all stores are sanitized and safe. Or you can navigate their easy-to-use website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland, and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. You and Buddy are enjoying your walk when... Yeah, I smell that too. <laughs> I know, don't blame it on the dog. I hear that hissing too. 
maybe it's a cat. No, dude. A sulfur-like odor and hissing can be signs of a natural gas leak. Natural gas lines can be buried anywhere. If you suspect a leak, leave immediately and call 911 and Southwest Gas. Thanks, deep voice narrator. You're welcome, dude. <laughs> you too, buddy. With no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, banking with Capital One is like the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game. We'll take Barkley. Ha! First pick! Sorry, kids! Yep, even easier than that. And with our top-rated app, you can bank anytime, anywhere, making Capital One an even easier decision. Okay, here's the plan. Pass me the ball every time. This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? New consumer accounts only. Approval required. Terms apply. Capital One and a member FDIC. A's fans, New Era Cap is proud to be the official cap of your Oakland Athletics. Next time you visit the Coliseum, be sure to drop by the New Era Cap stand to pick up your A's New Era Authentic Collection Cap. Remember, you can always visit us at neweracap.com to shop our latest selection, including our limited edition and exclusive drops. New Era Cap, the official on-field cap of Major League Baseball. Looking to stay up to date on all things A's? Head over to athletics.com slash A's cast. That's athletics.com slash A's cast to listen to A's baseball and full 24-7 coverage of the A's only on A's cast. With a single click, you can stream great shows, live pre and post game coverage, and of course, all the great action of the A's this season. Head to athletics.com slash A's cast today. This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Bradley going back at the track, right to the wall. He'll turn and watch it fly. And the A's take a 1-0 lead. On the run back is Cannon to the wall. Jumps at the wall. He's got it. A Joe Rudy-type catch against the wall. Be sure to visit athletics.com slash A's cast on your device for access to exclusive A's content, including pre- and post-game for every game. Floriano going back at the track, right to the wall. He's there, and he makes a phenomenal catch. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball.